0: Hello everyone and welcome back to another episode of the Barely Bookish Podcast. Today we are going to be discussing Rebecca with the co-host of the Best Book Club Podcast. So if you didn't listen to the previous episode, please go back and listen to that first and then we're going to continue on with this episode. Today we're going to be getting into even more Rebecca. I really hope you guys like it. Um, I don't have a whole lot of announcements up here in the front. I do want to say that I recently started reading uh, The Taking of Jake Livingston. I guess I read this, started reading it a couple weeks ago, but I was really getting into, like, the spooktober feeling, so I highly recommend you guys read something that you haven't had a chance to, like, that's been sitting on your TBR for a while, and maybe pick up a mood read. Read something fun. I don't know. Anything. Anything that you would, like, read something cool. But yeah, I, um, don't have anything I really need to say. Uh, I will mention that I am doing nano sprints over on Twitch right now, so if you want to join in on the festivities and the fun, uh, please go check me out on Twitch. I'm at Barely Bookish or twitch.tv slash Barely Bookish, whichever works. But yeah, let's get into the episode. chapter five. So Van Hopper is questioning where she's been since she's not been at her bedside this entire time that she's had influenza. And she's like, oh, I've just been practicing tennis. <laughs> the whole time. The whole time! For weeks. It's been weeks. Yeah, at this point it's been like two weeks that this has been going on. And you know, she's like, oh, tennis. And she's like, I bet you still serve underhand because you're terrible at tennis. I <laughs> <laughs> <Okay, God. laughs> Which, like, Van Haber just really has to, like, drag her any given moment. She's just, like, rub rub it in, you know?
1: I mean, that would be fine, but I would ask for a raise. Yeah. Like, cool, you can be an asshole, but, like, we're gonna double up that wage.
0: Yeah, she's giving her, like, pennies on the hour. <laughs> if that. Mm-hmm. So. Uh, they're still going... Uh, her, our main character and De Winter are still going for a drive every single morning and eating lunch together every day which is cute (laughs) yep (laughs) that's cute (laughs) it's cute if he wasn't like a scary murderer in my head
1: (laughs) well they don't really know anybody else so yeah that's fair
0: but like also they're in Monte Carlo which I don't know that much about Monte Carlo except from the movie with Sabrina Sabrina? Selena Sabrina selena gomez don't know i also do not know it's the selena gomez movie i think it's called Monte carlo i think that's the one where she is a princess and also not a princess but they look identical and then they trade lives Oh my god, like every Disney so, Channel original. Yeah. <laughs> I've seen that movie, but just not that particular one. Oh yeah, that <laughs> there's also like the Princess Project, Princess Recovery Project with Demi Lovato. That's the same plot line. Oh god.
1: <laughs> Demi Lovato and Celia Gomez are basically the same person inside. Yeah.
0: yeah. <laughs> Is it that- I think it's come on. Someone else who's was oh, a Disney Channel kid, let me know <laughs> if I'm right. Okay. <laughs> yeah. So um Oh, so then our main character keeps making really off-handed comments about like uh, like extremely hurtful, off-handed comments, and she's like, I wish I could just bottle up memories. (laughs) 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 <laughs> and so I can relive them and they still have their same glow. And like she's saying that's next to a dude that literally lost his wife. And I'm sure mm-hmm. he's like, yeah, that'd be great. What? And she's like 21. She's
1: like, this is just like a nice little drive that we're taking.
0: Like, I wish I could just remember this forever.
1: I love when she drives past that kid. Mm-hmm. Just something about the way that that whole scene was set up. Mm-hmm. Oh, it was creepy. And... I loved it. Yeah. And the whole reflection of, I mean, if I could relive this moment, even if we go back, it'll be Mm -hmm. different. And I I thought it was very good writing. Yeah. The foreshadowing I'm sure is just chef's kiss, you know? It's yeah. (laughs) It's really nice to reread. So when you finish it, I recommend reading it again. It definitely feels like one of those books. So very excited about that.
0: So like, at the end be like, oh man. <laughs> like Oh, and then she fully point blank just brings up the fact that he lost his wife. Like just, you know, <laughs> it's like, hey, you know what's a great car ride conversation, your dead wife. <laughs> I mean, may as well get it out of the way. <laughs> I know. It was the elephant in the room and she's just like, Oh hey. Yeah, I know this is yeah. rough and trauma, but also yeah i also i love
2: this whole scene but (laughs) my love for it was just the drama yeah like because she's so young she's like yeah the memories thing and she's like why are you even hanging out with me like why me what about your dead wife and he's like (laughs) he's just like what like shut up yeah he loses his mind on her and it was great i loved it
0: yeah and then he like talks about like pretending that his wife never existed. And it's like, you know, I get that stage of denial, like not stage, stage of grieving, where it's like you can't even think about anything relating to them. So it's like, oof, you're still in that stage and now you're pursuing a romantic relationship. Like this is not going to go well. Like you're yeah. basically just trying to rebound as quickly as possible to feel better, but this is going to be this is going to be scary for me
1: yes no comment no comment beautiful
0: so he basically says that she's still a reason he's in monte carlo and she's like i need you to take me home and i was like so this is the time where this was a red flag for you uh it wasn't when he almost drove you off a cliff it's this moment but okay So she's crying, and then instead of saying anything, he kisses her on the hand and throws his handkerchief into her laugh. And I was like, this is not, like, a good way to make people feel better. <laughs> I don't know. It is
2: if you're in a black and white
0: movie to me. <laughs> but I imagine oh. him not being, like, nicely just, like, setting it. I just imagine him being, like, like, chuck it. Yeah. <laughs> you know what I mean? Like, being, like, <laughs> crying in my i this.
1: Cause like one of my best friends just having a really bad week mm-hmm. she comes to my work sits down and she's crying and i'm just like i put my hand out and i touched her i was like it's okay <laughs> 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 is this what you want from me uh she's like going in for a hug i'm like oh dude i okay <laughs> <laughs>
0: I am also not a hugger, so I feel this emotionally. <laughs> Except I just like keep letting people do it. I'm like I'm not a hugger, but I feel like every time I hug someone, it's so awkward, and I'm just like, where do I yeah. put my arms? You know, like if I'd I had had a handkerchief, I probably would have thrown it at her, <laughs> Wad it up next. <laughs> <laughs> I want to imagine that the top's down on this convertible. Because it's obviously got to be convertible, right? (laughs) Obviously. And, like, so you're hoping that it's not going to get caught by the wind rushing by the
1: top. (laughs) So you, like, throw it out a little bit so that it comes back. (laughs) Comes back, hits her face.
0: (laughs) Dry up those tears, all right? We got a party to go to. (laughs) So after a while, he, like, pulls her to him. Which I was like, oh, no seatbelts um and then says and basically is like hey you may be young enough to be my daughter but we talked this morning like what we talked about (laughs) this morning doesn't matter so call me
1: maxim i'm like
0: dude (laughs) what Uh,
1: like what anytime somebody (laughs) says i mean you're old enough to be my daughter or young enough to be my daughter that's not a great opener. Yeah. Or closer, I guess, in this case. is Maybe leave it out. Yeah, that, yes. I
0: mean, that's kind of like an unspoken thing. We all know <laughs> it, you know? Like, you don't really need to emphasize the uncomfortableness that's happening, but you know, it's, it's like in vampire novels where they're like, I'm 10,000 years old. <laughs> <laughs> but you, you beautiful teenager who has no experience of the world. You yeah so we're like we all know this is happening but like, like we just not you know stop telling us that we saw you saw the fall, downfall of the roman empire like we know we all know yeah. <laughs> yeah. so then he just takes it a step further takes his eyes fully off the road kisses her head and i'm like okay and then i guess he like actually kisses her and i was like i don't understand this relationship at all
1: are you her dad? Are
0: you her boyfriend?
1: He's a reckless driver is what he is. Facts. I mean, the cars on, probably
2: only went five miles an hour. so yeah, Five, five miles
1: second. an hour too
0: fast.
2: <laughs>
0: <laughs> so then we're on to chapter six. So our main character is packing up from the hotel and I was like, oh. The first time I read this, I was like, oh. She is so terrified that she has to leave. No. Not, no. Not <laughs> no. <what> happened. <laughs> Um, and I wasn't, also I wasn't sure where this was happening, if it was happening present day or if it was happening in her memories, but turns out Van Hopper's decided she's had enough of Monte Carlo and she's ready for New York City, baby. So she's, she basically is like, we got 24 hours to back up and go. I don't know yeah. why, but it is what it is. Um, so our main character realizes that she absolutely loves our main man, Maxim, and she has no way to tell him because he is gone for the day. And of course, they don't have phones, I guess, because they only talk about letter. Wait, do they have phones?
1: Yes, because she tells her to go down to the front desk and call yeah. about the train. There, there are phones, phones just phones. not. Yeah. They're not good phones.
0: Yeah that car phone situation like he's rich he's gotta have you know like if home phones are around at what point do they get to the level of car phones because he seems like the kind of guy that has enough money he'd have a car phone or he would think that that was people try to get a hold of him too much and he wouldn't have a car phone i can't tell which one it would be
1: when do they stop having like those cups on a string cell phone <laughs> yeah. is yeah. That one kind of those of,
2: i kind of get the the feeling that there's one phone in the hotel <laughs> and it's at the front desk
1: and so. i mean honestly i wouldn't be surprised if it was like go call and then they tapped out a morse code yeah <laughs> telegram ah yeah. tel- uh, yes
0: beautiful as i should right <laughs> so um van hopper is like okay we need to get down to it go on an earlier train because I need to leave and I hate hanging about And they finish breakfast early so apparently that's the only logical thing is to just leave earlier because it's not like you already paid for a ticket I guess (laughs) right so um she's like yeah I'll go check to see if we can get an earlier train and then she trains sorry. and then she sprints to Maxim's room just directly full runs and she's like yeah totally door barely shuts and she's gone
1: but remember at the very beginning the butterflies and when you would do something crazy like run to a guy's room mm-hmm. to profess your undying love yeah it made sense it was nice those were nice times yeah yeah <laughs> I,
0: I, no <laughs> I, I I've been with my boyfriend since we were I was fourteen and he was like sixteen so yeah. so you yeah. only My... had one we only had one chance and apparently
2: you blew it I, yeah <laughs> yeah
0: I was in like high school so you know there's not really as much of like romantic moments as yeah, it's more awkward and silly yeah
2: mm-hmm.
0: so uh sure <laughs> totally get that uh <laughs> But yeah so she busts into this hotel room and he's like hold on let me get changed and we'll come up uh, we'll talk and i was like oh cool he's gonna come up with a plan maybe he's gonna like hire her on i don't know what he's gonna do because at this point we i was so far into the past that i forgot that they were actually married at the beginning
1: <laughs> oh yeah right and yeah
0: I, I was like okay like he's gonna come up with something and then he's like hey You know, they go down to dinner or breakfast, and she's like, "I already ate, but like, we got, I gotta hurry up." And he's like, "Would you rather go to New York or go to Manderley?" And she's like, "This isn't fair. This is not a fair question to ask me." And he's like, "Just like, tell me which wouldn't you rather do?" And then like just proposes, just is like, "Hey, let's just like get (laughs) married, and then you can
1: just go to Manderley instead." I was like, "Oh, okay." Sure. Couldn't she have done that without getting married? They could have dated a little longer. Well, not well, in the eighteen
2: hundreds. Yeah, not in whatever time period this <laughs> oh, yeah, is, because right. like <laughs> she has to go live there. That would be improper.
1: Yeah, it'll ruin her
0: reputation. <laughs> <laughs> oh, and what a reputation! Yeah, truly. <laughs> People are still not sure she's like the servant or what she is. So. <laughs> yeah. Um. Yeah, so I was like, okay, I guess that's what we're doing now. And, like, instead of thinking about how much she loves him, she's like, oh, I'd be the lady of Manderly. Like, she also, like, throws in that she loves him. But mostly she's thinking about being the lady of Manderly and being like, oh, I get to wake up and have, like... She's, like, totally romanticizing her life. As, you know, we all do if we get offered to marry a rich man, I guess. It's like your first thing's (laughs) gonna be like, oh, this beautiful mansion that I get to live in. Well, it also
2: says quite a few times that when she was a little girl she bought the postcard Mm -hmm. of manderley and like dreamed about it Mm -hmm. so much so yeah if someone offers you to go and live in the
1: postcard
0: from your childhood
1: yeah sweet yeah someone walks up hey do you want this winning lottery ticket like no thank you i
0: actually like not being able to pay my bills so (laughs) yeah, 90 pounds is plenty (laughs) yeah credit card debt i know her (laughs) thank you but no thank you i actually really enjoy living in a tiny one bedroom apartment but you know i'm okay thank you though yeah (laughs) You mean I get a Ferrari with it, I just simply couldn't.
1: And I guess <laughs> yeah. so she's just, she's not getting like the murder vibes from him, right? Yeah. So
0: she isn't picking up what he is very much putting down, which is like 8,000 red flags.
1: <laughs> he only like almost drove her off a cliff one time. Yeah,
0: one time. It only happened once, so she's he was just, just like so sad. He was just so sad. <laughs> so sad, so hurt. Um and she's the only one that could heal him. Yeah. <laughs>
1: It's the magic of youth.
0: Yeah, apparently. And then like he keeps going and being like, Yeah, I know you're like a child, but you know. <laughs> <laughs> He's like, There's nothing I like more than a 21-year-old. And then she's like, only if I was 36 and uh dressed in black satin. He goes, Never. And I'm like, okay, so she's gonna get murdered at 35. It's canon. It's said right here and it's right in the writing. writing.
1: <laughs> that when she said, like, oh, I can't wait till I'm 36, I'm like, girl, slow down so you're fine yeah yeah Yeah.
0: Yeah. every time i read that i'm like is there any 21 year old that's actually like oh yeah i would love to be 36 right now like all of us are like no please No." no no one wants to be 36 no one to me i'm like once you're, you hit you're, like you 34 <laughs> shut up in my head it's like you hit your 30s and like suddenly you're like real adult card but i thought that would happen as you turned 18 you know when i was a child i was like oh i'll be 18 and then you know they just tell me i'm an adult and i can do adult things and then i turned 18 and i was like whoa whoa no and now i'm like 23 like and i'm still like yeah no like i may <laughs> be an adult and like pay rent but like there's still adult adults i still haven't figured out how to change my driver's (laughs) license address yet so
1: (laughs) take it slow you don't want that 36 year old black satin dress no i mean you do it'd be nice to get there but not not extra fast
0: yeah it'd be nice not to die at 35 which is what i'm worried for i mean ideal yes (laughs) (laughs) welcome to the very uh, bookish podcast we discuss mortality and murder (laughs) new tagline updated today (laughs) um so you know our main character's like oh he's just trying to be nice by proposing and he's like yeah no this wasn't like a spur of the moment thing i know we were only two we like known each other for two weeks but totally didn't just think about this right now and i'm like you filthy filthy liar like (laughs) there's no way you were like oh the day i met her and laid eyes on her even though my ex-wife just died um I think we're going to get married. Like, you, uh, no, 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 no way. I pictured, yes, yes. No. (laughs) Yeah, I guess you would. It's like, oh, yes, of course. Uh, There's parts where I was like, oh, it's a Darcy moment. And then he'd speak and I'd
1: be like, "Mm, okay. (laughs) (laughs) Never mind. Yeah, I mean, I'm not 42, but if I was to look at somebody half my age, what's half my age, Jen? 11? Something like nope. that. 20, <laughs> 17? Six, I don't know. 16. 16. Oh, I would not be like, I'm going to marry you. It just, it's creepy. It's weird. I mean, it's, even if I looked at a 21 year old or a 23 year old, no offense.
2: Uh, not <laughs> yeah. I look at 20 year olds <laughs> and I'm like, <laughs> it's so, yeah. I just wouldn't think to marry a 20 year old. No. It's just so no, young. You're, like
1: you're, Yeah imagine being older i don't know i guess like eventually you're like uh look at that young elastic skin well I we're also I assume.
2: we're also <laughs> I women so yeah men, and i men I, I, think a little bit differently
0: yeah <laughs> but i feel like you know maybe it's because i i mean maybe it's because i'm interested in men but like looking i feel like the maturity level of men, even men my own age i'm like i gotta go at least a year above because like you know when they're oh, my yeah. age i'm like it's like talking to an infant sometimes right like <laughs> i'm like come yeah. on <laughs> no
2: i'm agreeing but i married a man four years younger than me so
0: <laughs> all right so I, tell us how it feels <laughs> because you're the only it, one that's <laughs> going i have
2: uh two actual kids one on the way and a fourth man child four kids Uh, congratulations
0: (laughs) (laughs) i was gonna say congratulations then he said man child and i'm like i feel like i I missed my window i'm still at the point where people tell me they're pregnant and i'm not sure if i can say congratulations or say i'm so sorry yet like i'm still (laughs) at that point in my life so like every time people like yeah we're like having a child i'm like i gotta think here (laughs) give me a minute my reaction's incoming okay (laughs) like
1: my reaction is still usually when somebody says oh yeah i'm pregnant like is that good news or bad news yeah yeah and (laughs) i will react accordingly yeah yes
0: which location should i drive you um to a doctor's <laughs> office or the uh plans uh, of parenthood um
1: I, mean, I guess it's always a doctor's office it's, it's like i'll take you somewhere with a doctor yeah <laughs> enjoy your <Yes>. life <laughs> good luck anyways <laughs> is, yeah anyways, my, my point is um he's he's creepy and probably mm-hmm. uh getting married to a child is is a weird choice to me yeah i had to keep reminding
0: myself that she was 21 because there's points in this where it's like she feels like she's 16
1: i was thinking she had like Mm -hmm. 18-ish vibes like
0: brand new to the world yeah and i don't know if it's just like her super sheltered upbringing but like she gives me the vibes that like she's probably homeschooled not that like there's never mind i'm gonna finish that sentence um we we know yeah <laughs> she gives me the vibes that like she just never saw the world and she was her only friend because I don't think she has any siblings or anything so mm-hmm. yeah I was getting much of those vibes because I don't know she just she's like oh this man actually sees that I'm in a person uh, I'm in love with him now yeah
1: she seems young and easy to trick Yeah,
0: yeah she'd be the one that gets kidnapped first in a horror movie
1: almost like she's getting kidnapped now
0: (laughs) (laughs) right like she doesn't have a parent to look out for her van hopper's just kind of like well you're marrying above your station anyways i guess i'll just carry on you'd think she would have been happier about that
1: yeah because like she knows her so maybe she could get an invite to manderley i don't know
0: right yeah she ruined that real quick i don't know if it's Mm -hmm. because like we don't hear anything about a mr van hopper so like is she widowed is she trying to find her next partner?
1: She has a daughter that she's going to see. So. Yeah, but I'm like, yeah, she'd so be she... widowed. Yeah, must be. You
0: know, so I don't know. Weird. I uh, well, we also know that she's not very old because she's like, I'm barely old enough to be your mother. So she could be like De Winter's age and was like crossing her fingers that maybe she would oh. become Mrs. De Winter. I don't know. When she, she said was that very
2: i very old. Yeah, I expect like I pictured her being super old and being like I'm barely old enough to be your mother. Um, <laughs> I, like, I pictured no, her you're in super like super
0: old. <laughs> I pictured like her in her fifties. I don't know. Maybe just like old enough to definitely have been able to be her mother, but like also young enough to be like, oh I'm just young and spry and full of life. You know what I mean? Definitely pictured it old, like seventy. Mm. Oh fair enough that's Uh, a fair assumption who knows who knows this author does like to not give you any detail about the characters but also Mm -hmm. like somehow give them a great character arc so i don't know what that's about
1: yeah yeah i love i love the whole way this book is written the i mean it's said constantly about rebecca but Mm -hmm. just so much atmosphere it punches you in the face yeah and i love a good face punching absolutely (laughs)
0: <laughs> i agree. and then i was
1: like,
0: <laughs> like i agree in this context but like at some point someone's gonna clip that and be like <laughs> nice <laughs> yeah love that for me it's yeah great cool love that
2: one time um, totally off but one time one of my friends i said what would you do if i came to your house and i put a pie in your face And she's like, I I would think that was hilarious. That would be so funny. And I'm like, what do you mean? She's like, yeah, do it. Like one day, just come to my house. Just full pie right in my face. It would be so funny. I can't, I couldn't, (laughs) I could never do do that to anyone.
0: Yeah. I went to a restaurant for my like 13th birthday, I think. And instead of like doing like the normal birthday thing, they pied you in the face oh my gosh
2: that is pretty much a 13
0: year old's worst nightmare i
2: oh, i it's loved my worst it. nightmare, but i was like cool
0: <laughs> but i also was to me that was perfect because i didn't have to say anything when people wished me happy birthday because i didn't have to give a reaction like the attention was on me but it was allowed that i didn't do anything about it so that was ideal for me truly yeah. and i i <laughs> wasn't a kid that like cared about my image too much so it's not like i was wearing makeup or anything to like be bothered that i just was pied directly into my face oh my gosh so it was perfect like it had they done that later in life that would have been too far i think that was like the year that that was like the last acceptable time that could have happened (laughs) Uh, yeah yeah, for the record i'd be so mad
2: (laughs) (laughs)
1: Right, I'll scratch that off the list of yeah. birthday surprises. <laughs> <laughs> yes, please do. I
0: feel like I'd be mad now just because um, I have wavy hair and the idea of trying to then wash my hair in a restaurant bathroom would just oh, be God. my nightmare. So then he keeps making comments about her being young this entire time that he's proposing, essentially. And she's still trying to like think over this marriage and she's like, I get to be lady of the house. It's going to be great. And I was like, okay, sure, whatever. Like, we already kind of talked about that, but, you know, that's the part where this is happening. And then also she's like, oh, weird. He didn't say that he's in love, but, like, you know, I'm sure it's just, like, because things are going so fast. I'm like, red flag number three. (laughs) Like, (laughs) terrifying. Terrifying. He's, and then in my notes I said this dude is kind of a walking red flag. Which, yes. <laughs>
1: um,
0: and then while she's getting proposed to she keeps thinking about his first wife. I'm like, okay. Okay.
1: Like that's a thing that we're having to deal with. Yeah, she's going to think about her a lot. And that's where a lot of the by representation uh Comes through in the uh, what's it called when you're like the self insert oh, character for mm, yeah. So it's gonna be a lot of like commenting on her scent and her lip color and her clothes and her body and her skin. Ooh.
0: I'm excited to read that too much. Mm-hmm. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and then my next note is: Oh my god, she ripped out Rebecca's dedication, threw it in the garbage, and then burned it. She started a fire in this hotel. Yeah, that was extreme. Yeah. Which plus, that's not her. That's not your book. Yeah, that's Max's
2: books and Max's dedication. They're gonna get married, so so I guess (laughs) it doesn't matter.
0: (laughs) Who needs memories or family relations when you have a wife? (laughs) Uh, This is the part where I was like, she definitely burned
2: the house down. Yeah, well, she starts fires.
0: Symbolism. foreshadowing yes van hopper is all salty that she didn't say anything but like why would she say anything because it's literally her employer like there's no you don't confide in your boss about your personal life much no usually and van hopper is the worst so yeah she's like a toxic boss like i'm not gonna be like oh hey yeah so on tuesday this happened in my (laughs) life um and then she kind of implies that like uh, that our main character and Maxim weren't like doing the dirty or something. Like she's like, so you must have been doing something that you weren't supposed to and sneaking around because why would he be marrying you and only knowing you for two weeks? And I was like,
1: well. Um, <laughs> well. Yes, yeah. it's it's the past that's not allowed, and clearly me and this main character have different personalities. Because I would have been like, "Yeah, we've been," oh. <laughs> but I would have gotten really crude for her. She'd be like, she would regret everything she'd said. Yeah, but. regret even asking her the question. <laughs>
0: yeah. um, and then she also is like really trying to like sow doubt in. Right now, it's like you're gonna. Uh, you're not gonna be to be like the mistress of Manderly. Like the only reason he's marrying you is because you can't be alone and then like just Mike drops and leaves it there. And I was like, the worst part is it's probably true. I was gonna say, how wrong <laughs> yeah. is she though? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. She's yeah. just saying what right. we're all thinking.
2: Pretty much. But then also, bye Van Hopper.
0: Yeah.
1: See you later. Go See to Manderly.
0: She went from making 90 pounds a year to making like 90,000 pounds a year. So yeah, there you go. Yeah. Peace. Now, yeah. So then we are on to chapter seven. And at that point, we, they have now been married for seven weeks and she's going to Manderley. Also, the thing is that he specifically was like, hey, I don't want to have this big extravagant wedding. I've already done that. So let's just like not. So they didn't, even though she kind of wanted one. <laughs> yeah like uh, she hasn't had anything so
1: yeah come on it's not like her invite list was going to be long like no. you could have bought her a dress yeah right they could have like eloped or
0: something like she could have at least gotten to dress up and had like a wedding day but i guess not well yeah. i mean who knows we didn't even get to see it yeah that's, that's fair
1: maybe they had it a sounded wedding. very courthouse
0: yeah yeah which like that's some people's dream and that's fine but like it wasn't her dream so no. so our girl is absolutely terrified of going to manderley they're like pulling up and she's like oh can we postpone this how do i get out of this i don't want to be here i'm terrified and like i get that like she has no formal training on how to be like a mistress of a home so like of course you're gonna be absolutely terrified
1: yeah, and then all of a sudden, all of her clothes feel cheap and mm-hmm. wrong. And yeah, you know how you can go into a situation feeling like really confident, mm-hmm. and then something happens and you're just like knocked right down. Yeah. It's, oh, I could just feel her tension. And having the entire staff mm-hmm. standing outside waiting for you. Like, yeah. I'm going to want a warning. Yeah. Yeah, and he's, like, warning her, like, seconds
0: before things happen, too. (laughs) Which is the worst. The absolute worst. Yeah. So, after going on the biggest driveway ever, they finally make it. And, you know, the whole staff's there meeting them. Honestly, like, we meet um, Mrs. Danvers. And she's basically just terrible to our main character here because she's like but she was Rebecca's personal maid and then you know for some reason uh Maxim was like oh I'll keep her on and she'll just still be the maid and that just wasn't a great idea no plus she's terrifying she's
2: like a skeleton monster yeah (gasps) like oh my gosh I love her so much she's just this dark shadow lurking over everything super judgy
1: White, white skin with, like, collapsed eye sockets. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Yeah. No smiles allowed. Yeah. Yeah. The way she's described is very upsetting.
0: (laughs) I know. I'm like, okay, I also would not want to be there after that. Filing for divorce immediately.
1: (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) I think, like, it never made sense to me that she wasn't like, could we get rid of that one? Because... Yeah. He even says, like, we can get rid of her. And I, I would have said, yes, please. Yeah. Yes, please. Immediately. <laughs> yeah. I'm having nightmares. Because <laughs> it's like, everybody
0: else, while they're, like, not like, she's the only one that's, like, mean directly to her face. You know, everyone else is, like, tries to be pretty nice and then kind of, like, laughs behind her back. Well, she thinks they laugh behind her back. It never really so far has said that they're actually laughing about her or that they're even laughing. She just thinks they judge her behind her back. So... The rest of them seem fine so far. Mm -hmm. But it's really her that is honestly the person I would immediately get rid of. Mm -hmm. Yeah, 100%. Yeah. So now they're sitting in a little library. Maxim is reading through her letters. And they have not given her anything to do. So, like, she doesn't have a hobby. She's basically just waited on Van Hopper her entire life. And so she just kind of has to sit there while he's reading through his letters and like she doesn't get to read a book she's petting this little cute little cocker spaniel but like besides that like our girl's gonna have to find a hobby and have to find it fast for how many letters he seems to get in a day yeah Mm -hmm. just kind of feel bad i recommend gardening yeah gardening would be nice there's lots of flowers there so yeah or reading (laughs) i don't know there apparently he has an extensive library
1: how about swimming?
0: Swimming would be nice. <laughs> like she just needs something. She needs her own little thing. Because, you know, even knitting, cross stitch, I don't know. Pick up something. <laughs> like it's time. It's time. Yeah. Um, so then Mrs. Danvers comes down, or someone comes down to tell her that Mrs. Danvers is gonna show her to her room, which I thought this meant that they had separate bedrooms. And I was like, oh. But for some reason it's her room that he sleeps in. So I don't know if he has his own bedroom or what that's supposed to mean.
1: There are so many rooms.
0: Yeah. Or I don't know if it's her room because her like office is attached to it or what. I don't really understand. I'm a little confused. I don't know. Yeah. I, know. I can't I can't help you. Yeah. Yeah. Someone yeah. will know on the internet and then just let me know. So. so this is where we find out that apparently Maxim moved his bedroom from the other wing of the house that he shared with Rebecca to make them have their own very new bedroom that doesn't face the ocean and Mrs. Danvers said that Maxim told her that our main character specifically requested to not see the ocean and be moved this way and we're all like oh oh so he's using her as a scapegoat already Seven weeks into marriage.
1: Also, he's the master of the house. He could just say it.
0: Yeah. And Yeah, he doesn't really need a reason. Yeah.
1: yeah. Or do we think that,
0: you know, do we think Maxim actually gave a reason? Or do we think that Mrs. Damers is just trying to stir the pot? Oh, that's probably, probably Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, I'm uncertain, but those are our two options.
1: And our main character seemed kind of offended that mm-hmm. they would go into a new wing but i kind of don't want to be in dead wife wing anyways yeah so So, i know but she keeps being like well um
0: if that room's better i want to be in that one (laughs) But like she just won't see our guy like she won't see maxim as a person who has trauma and she's kind of like oh he'll figure it out like we'll just go stay in that room which he constantly remembers every single aspect of it being his dead wife's. but you know
2: yeah, but yeah. meanwhile she's already like kind of feeling haunted by Rebecca. She's yeah. ripping up, you know, her signature and burning it and mm-hmm. and why why would she even want that? It makes no I sense. I don't know.
0: I don't know. But like she says something about like this room being like the second class room because she's a second class person. And I'm like, mm-hmm. I don't think it was that deep. Like I don't know. Think... You already got a huge upgrade. Yeah. Yeah, I don't know. you're in a okay. mansion, so stop <laughs> complaining. You went from 90 pounds a year to like now you never have to dream of working. So, I don't know. Yeah. So, then this is the part where Mrs. Danvers says something about our main character not having her own personal maid and her being like, ugh, I have to hire a maid for you. <laughs> Um, and then I guess our main character tries to like soothe everything over and be like, Oh, you know, whatever you did for Rebecca is fine, just uh keep doing the same thing. And then this makes Danvers even more upset because I guess she liked that Rebecca was overbearing for some reason.
1: <laughs> so She was yeah. a strong, independent woman with a very strong personality. Yeah. I don't know. Yeah.
0: I it's just weird. It was weird to me because like who likes being micromanaged? Because it's not me. <laughs> no. <Yeah. laughs> After Mister Dan- Mrs. Dandards leaves, Mrs. Danvers leaves them alone. Uh, Maxim starts showing her around Banderly, but like not really well. Just kind of just walking around, so she still doesn't <laughs> know where anything is. Like she says, uh, like she felt like she was on a tour instead of like being shown her home. Which mm-hmm. I feel like that's hard because. If you live in this great estate, wouldn't you always feel like you were living on a tour instead of living in a home? Cause well, especially because, especially because they give tours mm-hmm. of the house
2: to the public.
0: Yeah, yeah. wouldn't I? It would be so rehearsed in my head. Like, anytime I'd guest over, it'd be like, "Uh, and when you look to the left,
1: you know, like, mm-hmm.
0: yeah, yeah."
1: And then, so I'm always jumping ahead a little yeah. bit, but the. Uh, I don't understand why she seems to think that it was expected of her to have the whole place memorized. Like when she's trying to get to the drawing room. Yeah. And she can't get there. Like, no, there's five hundred rooms in this place.
0: Yeah, I don't You're know. fine.
1: Yeah, just ask someone. It's okay. Yeah. You know. Like when people come to my house, the big like, where's your washroom? Like it's the room with the toilet in it. You'll find it. There's only three rooms. At Manderley, yeah, no, you're gonna need a little map. You See, I just sarcastically always
0: go when someone asks me where the bathroom is and go, I always go, We don't have one of those. We just poop in the yard.
2: Yeah. So. <laughs> there's that too.
0: <laughs> so at least you're just, like mildly helpful. Yeah. Mine's open just, doors. Yeah.
1: Hope. <laughs> hope you don't walk in on someone. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. No. Oh, I guess you, you don't know us, but we're always naked. So <laughs> <It's-> <laughs> there's a good
2: chance. No, And by we, she means her and her family
1: <laughs> yes <Not> we
0: <laughs> you just as soon as guests show up you're like alright stripped down <laughs> little, little known fact about best book club Yeah, it's a naked podcast <laughs> and if you listen you have to be in the mood it's still the only proper way <laughs> oh, that's a new rule <laughs> read a, one book in hand that's the only item of clothing you're allowed <laughs> yes. figure it out <laughs> so then we are on to chapter eight uh apparently maxim wakes up super early and it's like 9 a.m she's rolling out of bed he's already started writing letters and reading newspaper and she's like going down first of all he didn't wake her up at all he was like oh let her sleep but like also she doesn't know where anything is so Mm -hmm. she is just like okay i guess i'll mosey my way down to breakfast in which they made a like buffet style breakfast for two people yeah it was insane yeah and she asked the question we're all thinking of what do they do with all the food that's not eaten
2: Mm -hmm.
0: because like do the servants get to eat it i hope i would hope so Yeah, otherwise they have to throw it away. Like, first of all, how would he? They know that the servants ate it. Like, I think they have to. They have to. It's,
1: It's way too much food. Yeah, yeah. And with him letting her sleep in, I mean, I would appreciate that. Yeah, but like, he must know that the servants are gonna look down on that. I know. So that was just rude of him.
0: Well, it's like, I I like to sleep in. I'm I'm not a morning person. But, like, if I'm in a place where I've never been before, and that place is a mansion, I would not be like, oh, yeah, (laughs) Yeah. let me sleep in till nine. I'll figure out the way. Like, she could have gotten lost for an hour, not made it down to breakfast. Like, she doesn't have much else to do. Well, it's like, does she know (laughs) that they're having breakfast in the breakfast hall? Like, would she have gone to the kitchen nook, assuming that that's where, like... Figure how many places she must have tried to find mm-hmm. where they were eating before she finally got there. Yeah, yeah, it's horrible. It's like my worst nightmare. Yeah, she can't <laughs> not her gym where to membership. go. Yeah, right. Yeah, she's gonna get all of her steps in trying to figure out her way around her own home now. Yes. <laughs> so then, while they're eating, um, Maxim springs it on to her that. His grandmother, I think, is going to be coming over to meet them. Meet her specifically. It's like, yeah, she's going to be here at noon. And, like, bear in mind, it's like nine. And so now she's got three hours to prepare and, like, get clothes that she doesn't have. Was it his grandmother or his sister? I was trying to figure that out because he says something about his sister and his grandmother, but like his grandmother was the last one mentioned, so I was assuming that it was his grandmother. But like the way that it's said, it could be his grandmother or it could be his grand uh, his sister, and I can't tell which it is. Okay, so
2: I I don't remember. Could be both. (laughs) Could be both. Where this stops, but I remember thinking the same thing and going back to read. Mm-hmm. so i was like i thought the grandma was coming but this is definitely the sister and i was confused
0: oh. so it is so. the sister yeah we That's haven't got Yeah, to... i was thinking it was the sister yeah. it's the
1: only one i remember really yeah
0: okay i wasn't sure so i wrote in my notes that i thought it was the grandmother but i i mean well i was gonna find out next chapter <laughs> <But> yeah yeah <laughs> um so also she can't figure out the routine of the morning at all and then like maxim just keeps leaving her alone All the time. And this is the point where I was like, he's basically treating her like Rebecca in my head because he's like, oh, you'll do your own thing, which is what Rebecca did. And she went to her morning room because apparently you have a room specifically for the morning when you're rich. Um, And he's just not giving her any direction or giving her any reason to like fill her day or training her on any of the things that she needs to do. Like This felt like very much one of those jobs where they're like, could you start working tomorrow? And also you get trained for 20 minutes. Good luck. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. 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 So she gets lost and finally has to ask for help because, you know, she didn't want to ask for help. As, you know, Jen kind of mentioned uh, for who knows what reason.
1: Who knows? Who knows? I don't know. She was just kind of very young. And I think she just kind of thought that she was supposed to know what the heck she was doing. Yeah. But no, you don't figure it out for so long. I still barely know what I'm doing. Yeah. (laughs) Retweet. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah.
0: Yeah. And then she finally makes her way to the morning room, realizes she doesn't have a single person to write. She doesn't know anyone and decides to write Van Hopper. Like I would have just drawn a picture or something. I would not (laughs) like start writing Van Hopper of all people
1: i would have written her the most braggy letter Mm -hmm. of all time (laughs) and here's my step-by-step tour of manderley for you in this letter yeah i had so much breakfast
0: (laughs) (laughs) literally though i would have been like wow
1: i have 18 dresses that i
0: just kept having to send back because you know they just weren't (laughs) quite to my adjustments
2: yeah. although meanwhile in real life maxim got her no clothes <laughs> yeah he's
0: like oh i probably should have bought you clothes before we went here like yeah no yeah you definitely should have like what yeah, that's <laughs> ridiculous yeah it's like and she's like oh i'm not like that worried about clothes he's like oh yeah you're not like other girls and i was like, <laughs> like <that.
1: laughs>
0: yeah yeah world's worst trope literally i was like yeah No, we can't. Like, no one wants to show up to a formal event wearing khakis. What?
1: Yeah. I mean, want to? Maybe. Maybe. (laughs) Yeah. But, like, emotionally, you know? Yeah. Yeah.
0: But, yeah, that's all the chapters we've got for this week. So, we will be continuing on next week. But where can all the people of the internet find you guys and your podcast?
2: Uh, well, you can find us at best underscore book club anywhere. We are mostly on Instagram, though. Don't even bother with our tri- Twitter because, yeah. I'm bad at it. We, we we're really, <laughs> really bad at it. But Instagram's good. Or you can send us an email at best underscore book club at outlook.com.
0: And yeah, uh, thank you guys so much for joining me. And we will catch you all in the next episode. I'll catch you guys later. Bye. All right. Bye. Bye. Thank you all so much for listening to this episode of the Barely Bookish podcast. You can find me at Barely Bookish on literally everything. I have everything uh so you know if you want to follow me check me out over there um also happy nano for everyone who's writing this month i'm trying to run quite a few writing sprints over on twitch so if you want to hop in come say hi i'm at barely bookish on twitch um i don't really have a set plan for those so be sure to follow and then it'll alert you when i go live i just try and do them whenever i have a chance so Please check that out and come hang out because it's a lot of fun. Also, the Barely Book Club just picked our new book, so we are going to be talking about These Hollow Vows. If you haven't read it yet and you want to come hang out, go check us out on barelybookish.com connect and you can find a link to the book club on there and join us because we will be starting our reading this week and we discuss on Saturdays, so come hang out. It's a lot of fun. But I don't really have any announcements this week, so I just hope you guys have a great week. Um, Our theme song was created by Raphael Crux. Our logo was designed by my little sibling, Sarah. And yeah, I'll catch you guys in the next one. Bye!